Sunny for today, going for 33. More sunshine for tomorrow, Friday, 36. And mostly sunny, 36 on Saturday. And SEN is live from Flemington this Saturday for Derby Day with every race live and the best tips and analysis from the SEN track team. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossie. Morning everyone, it is 4 past 6, 33 degrees, 37 tomorrow, 37 Saturday, so it's warming up. Don't forget, feed the dogs, feed the pool, feed the grass. And look after yourself. Scotty Cummings is here. This is what I would call our biggest show for the year. Right, absolutely. Good morning, mate. Good morning, everybody. Uh, don't forget to feed and water the elderly. Yes, that too. Today, Peter Bell has been moved sideways. What is the job? We're going to ask the man himself from the Fremantle Football Club. Well, also got the, well, you know what? The word goat gets thrown around willy-nilly these Thank you. days. Thank you. I'm here. I don't need any introduction. I'm the king. We'll get onto that in a second because I'm very, very interested to hear how your dual role of MC and guest speaker went last night at the <laughs> elders' function and how you introduced the guest speaker <laughs> and how you wrapped them up afterwards. But uh, we have the greatest of all time in jockeys in Damien Oliver joining us today ahead of his last Melbourne Cup week. Obviously, Derby Day's massive. It's the biggest, the biggest one. There's four, four group ones on. Derby Day, then the Melbourne Cup. He's got eight around. rides on Derby Day. Yeah, brilliant. Eight out of the nine. He's got Alain Quir. Now he's picked up a ride on the French horse in the Melbourne Cup. Yep. It can't win, but it's uh, got yeah, a ride in it. Mate, he's on it. It can win. Uh, we didn't think Fortunate Kisses could win yesterday in Bendigo at $13 and mm. got up. 129 group ones. Yeah, he's the best in the business, so we've got him on as well. And after 7.30, after... I don't know how hard we had to go to try and get um, Danny Laidley on because uh, we're just seeking some clarification. Well, I've got <laughs> questions to ask because you've gone with it. I want to know how you know all of this stuff and yeah. if it's actually accurate that yeah. Danny Laidley could be lured to be the AFLW coach of the Eagles. Let's just clarify a couple of things. Well, you went with it. I've said Danny Laidley, to my information, has intimated that He's very keen to enter coaching again at a an elite level, and mm-hmm. that being AFLW level. Yes. There's only one job going at the moment in yes. the AFLW. Yes. And that is West Coast. Yes. Has a link to West Coast. Yes. There was actually an upgrade to that story and to my, my news. I was talking to someone at the function that I was at last night across the road here at the Camfield who has a – Best mate's daughter who plays. Best mate's daughter, yep. Yep. Plays at West Coast. Correct. Right. I'm pretty sure Danny Ladley was at West Coast yesterday. No? For a meeting? Don't know. Don't know much about it, but I'm pretty sure that Danny Ladley was at the West Coast offices yesterday. Peter Bell, Damien Oliver, Danny Ladley, we've got a bit to get through today. And, and. And. Can we have some music for the quiz, please? Please. Gilly's legacy. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I just think of Gilly giggling. <laughs> We've got the sports quiz and it's back. The big prize is back a. What is it, Scotty? It is a round for four at the Vines, including carts, obviously, thanks to Drum and Golf. And they're not done with that. They'll give you a $200 voucher to Correct. spend at one of these stores as well. Correct. Then you can head off to Bailey Brewing for uh, lunch, which is sensational. Great way. 
great way to finish that. And um, we'll also throw in 12 months membership at Perth Golf Network. So Perth Golf Network, if you don't know who they are, they're just a, a, a ripping bunch that have access to every private course in Perth um, and a lot of WA. And uh, you can just jump on in one of their days and... You think you pay your green fees and you're playing at the private courses of Perth and they put on a cracking day too. So that's $1,400 worth of prices. $200 drum and golf voucher. Four players, 18 holes, carts included, vines. Mm -hmm. Lunch at Bailey Brewing for four. And 12 months membership for the Perth Golf Network. Valued at three hundred dollars. And and John from Wembley Dan's, you 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 won the last one. You can't win today. You can you can enter the competition, but you have. Can to. he win? Well, there's nothing to say. He can't win, but he can't win the prize. So if he wants to, just... well, if he wins again, I'm going to become real good mates with him. Because it's, <laughs> it's two rounds of the vines, two lunches, and two years membership at Perth Golf Network. Well, that's going to be awesome. I've seen uh, the questions, and there's some curly ones in there. I just really hope, I really hope that today, if uh, if John's got the pills to call again, that he doesn't choke again. Like it was a... Ah! Woodville, Johnny? Yeah. He's already busy on the text. Woodville. <laughs> uh, Woodvale. Call him from Adelaide. <laughs> Woodvale's Johnny. Yeah. When Scott Ingoss says that True Don Pike will be named New Eagles CEO today. Well... Well, we've got to discuss that too. Now, Goss, you've got more information as well. <laughs> what have you got for me? Now, now, some people had written Don Pike out of the uh, CEO role. They'd written None, him out and yeah, yeah. doing a little bit of a backflip today. Yeah, so, but, so he had never withdrawn. No, he was always in the mix. And every time we've been asked about it, you've always said he is still in contention for mm. this role. Thank you. Do you believe this is going to happen sooner rather than later? I think it will happen either today or tomorrow. Oh. Really? Yeah. And so when will Nizzy finish up? Today or tomorrow. Wow. Speedy at it. I like it. I do. Probably doesn't have to be a handover to someone like Don Pike, to be honest, who knows footy. Yep. So And knows works footy. He knows business. So um, I am would be reliably informed that they, you know it's not going to be a three-month handover. I stand corrected on that. I'll put calls in to try and get an answer for that. But, yes, Don Pike will be uh, for the 99.99% unless he's... Had a change of heart overnight, that he will be the new CEO. It's a big, big show we've got today. It's a fair show we've we got to today. Concentrate, not fart around. Uh, but before, <laughs> but before we do that, oh, so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we do it, <laughs> before we just want to clarify one thing, gentlemen and and listeners. Fleet Network and Paywise had their launch of their new digs on the Esplanade oh, overlooking Elizabeth Beautiful Key. too. Oh, unbelievable! What a well-oiled machine. Oh. Now they're on under the one roof. Just a well-oiled machine. So Frank Agostino is the yep. the chief executive of all of it. Yep. Ibo is in charge of the paywise section no, no, of it. He's a fleet uh, network. A fleet network. Yep. And, and then there's the whole office. They've all come together. It's unbelievable digs. Fantastic. Big company doing extremely well. So as it turns out, I have to stand and introduce last night Frank Agostino and a couple of guests, two of the gentlemen who are Eric Kane. Uh, and and also Mike, who was the original uh, owner of Paywise with Neil Allison, who sold the business, and they was talking about the transfer of it and the boardroom and the meeting room named after them. Anyway, and I'm standing there, and I would say it would be 25, 30 minutes into the speeches, and they were right at the door. Mm, right at the door. Anyway, and the sliding door, the glass door from glass, the lifts. See-through glass door Yeah, that everyone was facing. Yeah, everyone was facing the door, as Frank Agostino and myself and our guests, Mike and Eric, were, were speaking. Yeah, they're fantastic. 
Stephen Bradbury was the guest speaker. Right in front of the lift. Well. Right in front of the lift and, and glass doors. What time did you get there? Yeah, I got there. Just, 25 uh, minutes after it started? Yeah, yeah. It would have been sure. just after okay. four. So there is the big galoot standing <laughs> in full view of everyone in the glass area. <laughs> it wasn't a really big side wall to hide behind either. <laughs> yeah. So I just sort of crept in there. And, you ha- and so then... Blake from uh, Fleet Network knew that you were well, that hiding. Been a rock and a hard place. So you went through the second door. Yeah, with the 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 staff only door out the other side of the lift. So well. you went that way. Well, I was, well, Frank opened the door for me while you were talking. He sort of oh, leaned, don't worry. He leaned way. back and he hit the button that allowed the glass mm. door to open. Mm. I, I, and I just was, and I sort of stuck my head around the corner, and you were standing right there. I said, "There's no way in the world I'm walking in there." Thanks, but Blake came and saved me and. Took me out the back, straight to the kitchen. I was so going to. Oh, I would have got I slaughtered. I was so going to slaughter you. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, no. Horrible timing. And you, I walked out of the lift and just, and everyone's facing that way. You three have got your, your back because you're addressing the crowd and there was nowhere to hide. I just had nothing to do. It was good to see like, you, though. Other than laugh. Yeah, it was but good it was to great to, uh, to get there and listen to you do your bit. Then Stephen Bradbury got up and had a chat yeah, his as bit, well. Yeah. His bit. And... Great, great, great spot. Paywise Fleet Network. Fleet Network, wonderful supporters uh, of the of the network and have been good supporters uh, since I've been in the seat. Uh, just do good things for people. So if, you've, if you're looking for a car. Good people doing good things. Pick a sold a Tesla yesterday. Nice. Yeah, that's the way to go, an EV. Mm, Tesla, nice. Polestar. Well, they're quick. Who are? Well, both actually. The service is quick, efficient, but Tesla, they've got it. They've got, so if you are a business and someone comes and says, "I want to, I want a um, salary sacrifice to get a, a car," Fleet Network's the place to be. It is the pre-tax dollar. It is the best way of saving tax. Good show, very, very good show. And then you went on to across uh, the road here to the Canfield Bar, and you were you were the MC. I was the MC and for uh, the Elders Awards. They had a big conference here. Brilliant, and um, and also the. Keynote speaker. So normally, when you're at a function, the MC will say, "Ladies and gents, we've got a fantastic lineup of guests for you today." I did that. And, and <laughs> we've got one of the most extraordinary speakers. I did that. You're going to hear, and then you know you probably introduce the CEO or a general manager or something. Yep. And yeah. then yeah. they hand back to the MC, who did will then that. say, "Oh, ladies and gents, time now to hear from our keynote speaker." That's exactly how it worked. And what did, <laughs> what did you do? So I opened up last night. Welcome. Uh, did the acknowledgement to country. Did uh, there's the toilets, the bathrooms. If you wish to vape, go across. Madagarit Bridge, go past the Wacker and end up no, in uh, South Manor. Yeah, I've been doing it for years, mate. Hey, yeah. Don't jump t- on the train. Hey, mate, head out to Armadale. These tired eyes have seen it all before. But I was with the elders, so I couldn't bag Armadale. Anyway, but I, I certainly gave... No, um, what's that place up? The, um, the hills? Don't, no. What is that place called? <laughs> Les Murdy. Oh, I gave it to Les Murdy last night. Anyway. Hello, Gary. Uh, so as it turns out, so I introduced... So I said, and, to, and the guest speaker, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know... Nine for eight, seven for one, oh, seven for none. Kick no. the winning goal in the grand final. Oh, I'm the kick. Not the winning goal, the difference. Kick the winning goal in the grand final. I kicked the goal, mate, just to clarify. You kicked you. the goal, you won by five points. Was it the last goal of the game? It was the last goal for Wembley. It was before half time. We didn't kick a goal after half time. If I don't kick the goal, we oh, lose. I that. You were the difference. I was I the difference. Did you roll that out? I rolled that out. And they're so, sitting there going, oh, who? Yeah, yeah, who is it? Who is it? And the last coach of a WAFL team. Subiaco Colts in 2006 to coach a game where the opposition team had their score wiped for having too many players on the ground. So I wheeled oh, all that out. You won a head count. 
unlike our mate Blue Balls. So I threw that out there and I said, ladies and gentlemen, would you please, mate, welcome me. <laughs> was there a collective groan? Oh. There was the collective groan <laughs> and eye roll of the crowd of some 300. Okay. And how'd you go? Oh, they loved me. <laughs> I loved Took them on a journey. They always say that straight after. Everyone will come up to you, oh, that was the best we've ever heard. Oh, I, I had to seek. Being, being polite. I had to seek. I had to seek yeah. some, uh, hey, some hey, mate, hey, where are you going? How do I go, do you think? <laughs> oh, don't worry. I don't, look, I know you. I know we're standing in the toilets, <laughs> but how do you think I went just then, mate? <laughs> anyway, at the end, I spoke. They all clapped. They were Ask a few questions. Okay, uh, and then the, then the MC normally comes back on and says, ladies that. and gents, what? <laughs> he did that. Ladies and gents, again, put your hands together for me. Yeah. <laughs> but only did I do that. Oh, my goodness. And I just said, just because oh, I said, goodness. how lucky were we to have me here tonight? I am Perth. <laughs> and I just said, what a great storyteller, what a great orator. <laughs> and thank you for coming along tonight. Once again, give it up for me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, smashed it. So you, you're the sort of person... I put my invoice in and I hope I get paid today. <laughs> you, you, you put an invoice... You know what? And you'd, I reckon you've put an invoice in for MC and an invoice in for Oh, no, speaker. I did that. That was all part of the deal. Yeah. And I reckon when they came to you originally and said, hey, um, we're interested in getting you to MC this awards night that mm. we're having, it's our big awards night for the mm. year, mm. who do you think should be the guest speaker? <laughs> wow. Well... I am footy royalty. Well, probably me. Okay, so who do you think should be MC? I don't think you need to waste your time with anyone no. else. I'll, I'll just do it all. So you're putting people like me out of gigs. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. I am a seasoned, probably the most utilised MC in Perth. <laughs> seasoned? You're weathered, that's for sure. Right? <laughs> and I am very good at what I do. <laughs> I bring together oh. communities. <laughs> I bring together... <laughs> I do, Scott. Bring together communities. I do, Scott. Unite their voice against you. I brought together the elders' family last night. Did you? Did you, did you sense that they were a little bit fractured before you got there? Yeah, I don't think they were a happy group until <laughs> until I this, meshed them all together. I will tell you one thing, and I'll be serious for one moment. Can we find the footage, or the, the audio from yesterday, where <laughs> my old mate here said, it's going to surprise you, but I don't like talking about myself. I don't. Oh, how are you going now? <laughs> it seems that you've overcome your fears, <laughs> which is great. But goodness me. No, but I don't. I feel really uncomfortable talking about myself. <laughs> you must be absolutely uncomfortable right now. But guess who was there last night? He I, walked up. He said, Goss, <laughs> haven't seen you for years. And look, we've, oh, hey, and did your, your mind start racing? No, I knew straight away who oh, I was. sweet. But interesting enough, I just want to make mention, <laughs> we had so many listeners who listened to us around WA on the SEN app or on radio. Who work at Elders. Unbelievable. Fantastic. And they love the show. Oh, that's great. And yeah. they said, I said, you know, we wake up every day and Gilly is so good. <laughs> it's been yeah, a while since Gilly was on the yeah, show. Yeah, great folks. Well, let me just throw out the call then. For anyone that was there last night at Elders and who apparently listened to the show, 0487 736 Just let us know how you think Goss went last <laughs> night. Just, and just, I want to see some feedback from someone other than... Him. Jeff Bruce came up to me. Jeff Bruce played seven games for Fitzroy in 1995, so he didn't play in their last game. Jeff Bruce, um, right. he, but he, he, funny, because I did a story on Jeff Bruce. So he, he made his debut 
in 1995, and he finished in 1995. He only played oh. the one year at Fitzroy, oh. right? He played, he kicked three goals, I can't remember when that was, on debut, and it was against the Eagles. Oh, there you go. Round nine, 1995, and Jeff Bruce ended up playing for West Perth in the WAFL. There you go. And so he was there. He works for Elders. Fantastic guy. And I do remember him. And interesting enough, his tale is that he played seven games for Fitzroy and never won a game. So he's the makes gr- sense. He's the, I folded a year later. He's the Greg Clark of oh. Fitzroy. <laughs> but it was great to see Brucey there. And he has lived in Perth, which is absolutely brilliant. Rightio. Jonesy, uh, so there's a lot of text coming through. Jonesy, hey, Goss, were you going to give a tip yesterday at Ascop? Oh, yeah, I did. No, it didn't win, Jonesy. Yeah, he saved you some coin, Jonesy. Sorry, but I did tip the quaddy. You should tell me. <laughs> you should tell me. What do you mean? Gostradamus bloke came up to me from Wickethon and said, I followed you on Gostradamus, $1,013. For well the done. Quaddy, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, you've been in a bit of a rut. Rut. <laughs> rut. <laughs> been in Death Valley. Oh, mate, I've but been. You Tick the quaddy. You're back. Good timing so. to, to see some form, too. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Week coming up. Um, all righty, let's have a go. Nah, Scotty, I've been uh, at a couple of gigs, Goss MCs, and he's one of the best, works the room well, and is very funny. Look, I, I just read that out. I just did a Miles Fitzner. I just read, read out about myself. That's see, that's where you've got to be better than that. You've got to step up and read that sort of shit out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm helping you overcome your fears of talking about yourself. <laughs> oh, we've really made some progress today. This <laughs> is brilliant stuff. All right. A lot of people go on SAS Australia and try and you know, fight their demons and yeah. and come out the other side. You've done it overnight. <laughs> hey, just repeating our show. You're, you're Aunt Middleton. Uh, he's only tiny. You know, he's only a little fella. Yeah, I know. It'd be too hard to him screaming at me. Yeah, Unless you might done rate him. Obviously, enormous, <laughs> enormous respect for the SAS. Um, they are the just the best of the best. And But I'll tell you what, a little five-foot-sevener, I don't care what you've done. If you're standing on a box spitting in my face, I wouldn't last long on that show. Jason, otherwise known as Pig. Morning Legends. <laughs> Tim, Piggy. I can see your head from here. Yeah. Wish your event was recorded. It sounds hilarious. Yeah, it wasn't. Not a lot of room in the studio, Pink. <laughs> well, you can't record those type of events. Can you? Oh, no, no. <laughs> As you know, Scotty, no, better than most. No. Hey, 13, 12, 55. I don't know if they're working, but we're going to try any. Are they working? Do we think they're working? Let's do this. When I say let's do this. Oh, I know. I'll sit there going, what are we doing? <laughs> I feel Benny popping out there. Hey, you've got three minutes. That's how big the syndicate's going to be. Oh. Three minutes of calls right now. 13, 12, 55. Tonight, $40 million. And I, Scotty, I, Scotty, have got our ticket numbers. I've got our ticket. Hang on. Just as I log on to me ticket. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing that. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, <look. laughs> no one cares what the numbers are. We just want to win them. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> right, yeah, let's view that one. Are you in? You want to be in the syndicate? Yes, please. 13, 12, 55. Anyone who's listening on the radio gets this first. People on the app obviously are always tat on delay. So the numbers are 2, 6, 11, 18, 23, 29, 30, and we've definitely got the Powerboy. So not a lot of sequence there, which I'm a bit of a worry. Oh, a bit worry. we need a pattern. But it's $40 million. If you want to be in Gosslotter, you've got to ring. Hey, Scotty's in Bayswater. He's always quick. See, he listens on the radio. Scotty, good morning. Good morning, Jess. How are we? Very no, good, mate. Actually got it on the app today. Oh, yeah. How's the walk? It's not too bad, mate. Coffee's good. Dog's been quiet for a change. And, uh, yeah, that lovely morning to be out there, mate. Good on you, Scotty. You're a good man, so Scotty's in the city. Have you ever been to a gig that, that Goss MC'd, Scotty? <laughs> 
No, I haven't, but I was involved with Radio Lollipop for a while. I think the lady that coordinates there said he used to you'd come along and interview Tim, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I am Lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> He's Lollipop as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, and what did she, sure. and she gave a uh, she gave a glowing Ra- rave reviews. Yeah, rave reviews. Okay, five star rating on the TripAdvisor. Thank you, Scotty. Thirteen, twelve, fifty-five. Alrighty, uh, hang up, Scotty, because our phone lines are playing up. Tomo in Bunbury. <laughs> um, How much do those custom-made headphones to fit that melon cost, Goss? Yeah, why well, you know what? <laughs> I was going to jump it's on. Not in everywhere. Sorry, I was going to jump. Sorry, I was going to jump on that too. I'm over. <laughs> I can't pop people who have large heads. No one's physically large. <laughs> Thirteen, twelve, fifty-five. We are having some. We knew we were having national phone troubles, and uh, we still are. We've. Uh, I think we've got one line. So thirteen, twelve, fifty-five. And really, S- Scotty was on that. That's a- it's a, bad, it's a bad day to have a bad day. But we, well, fingers crossed, we'll still be able to use well, that. Well, you know what? No, no, no I'm, I just don't think uh, people want to be in it. So it's just going to be now the five of us. Uh, oh, we have put Lois in. Uh, oh, he's not here, is he? So does he miss out? Zero four eight seven. I'm flipping it. Flipping it. What? Text zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Text now to get in the syndicate. You got to, but you go and just say I want to go in. You got to say who you are and where you're texting from. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Give us a text on the temperate bedshed text line if you want to be in Goss Lotto tonight. Forty million dollars. If we make more than a thousand, we share. Anything less goes to our chosen charity of choice. Let me just say too to uh, to Tomo. When I'm trying to read out your text, mate, it appears to me that you're you're texting while you're driving, and you should stop doing that immediately, Tomo. <laughs> it's like hieroglyphics, mate. Uh, Monty has called in from Pemberton down in the south. Monty, good morning. Morning, mate. How are you? We're going strong, Monty. How are you going? What's happening in Pemberton today? Oh, just, Give me something exciting. Um, I wouldn't know. I'm currently in Bunbury unloading, so it's a beautiful morning here at the port. Oh, unloading in Bunbury. Okay, what are you unloading? Oh, don't we might not be able to tell us. He's from Pemberton. <laughs> uh, no, it's nothing like that. That's uh, people do that on weekends. Um, <laughs> so, they're, so they're just unloading some bluegum chip at the port. Oh. They're unloading into your truck? No, out of my truck into sort of at the port the hey, facility here. Where does it go, Monty? Where does it end up going? Uh, Japan, maybe, I think. Goal goes overseas for paper and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, cool. They love their blue gum chip in and, Japan. And so, oh, did you cool. did you drive to Bunbury today from Pemberton? Uh, from Manjimup, that's where we're based. Manjimup, and how long does that take? Uh, just over two hours. So left just before four o'clock. Ah, cool. Good drive. <laughs> Oh, it's not too bad. There aren't too many idiots on the road at that time of the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Idiots texting while they're driving. That's a problem. <laughs> Tomo, talking to you. <laughs> Stop it. Hey, good on you, Monty. You're in the draw, mate. We yeah, appreciate it. So me yeah, got be, through. Be no more two-hour trips for Monty if we get this up, I tell you, right now. Paul says, I look forward to hearing the quiz with one phone line. Shut up, Paul. All righty. <laughs> uh, Brendan from Lansdale would love to be a member of course. Lotto. Jonesy from Medora Bay, always listening on the app because we can't get reception down in Mandurah. Oh, uh, Medora Bay? Uh, nah, well, no, you predominantly, because you know, you're caught between SEN Spirit and SENWA and, and, and train lines down there. Frosty wants to be in it. Good yeah, on you, Frosty. In. You're in. Lisa would like to go in. The winning's Powerball. Fantastic. Jason would like to go in it. Um, 
Jason reckons I'd be a blast emceeing a funeral, I reckon. <laughs> right from Banksia Grove up the Gosselotto. Keep texting 0487736736. We're waffled long enough. Thanks to Bedshed and Beaumont Tiles. Don't forget, giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game, over $70,000, heading to a Beaumont store before November 12. So your time's running out and you're in with the chance. T's and C's apply. Harlem's uh, managed to get through on our one line. Morning, Harlem. Morning, boys. How are you going? Oh, yeah. I know you're waiting for it. Here we go. He won't generally won't speak no, up no. until he's heard this. You're exactly right. Yeah, what's on today, Harlem? Maybe something exciting, mate. Please. Uh, yeah, not much actually. Not mm-hmm. much at all work, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Okay, look, good chat. All righty, thanks, Harlem. <laughs> Let's give a break. We're way maybe over for one news. More, maybe one more day of work. We're Harlem, way over it. for news. If you get through on the one line, you get through. That one line is going to be a godsend for us for our quiz and for our guests and everything. Our guests are Damien Oliver, Danny Ladley, and also Peter Bell. This is Scotty and Goss. News is next. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. That it is for today, which is November 2. Happy birthday if you're celebrating a birthday. A legend, Ken Rosewell, is 89 today, of course. Jay Black was born on this day in 1938. He was the lead singer with Jay and the Americans. Paddy's dad was born on this day, Bruce Welsh, of course. Paddy Cripps from Carlton, he's uh, 82 today. Bruce Welsh, Paddy Cripps' dad. I have to explain that. So he's the guitarist with the Shadows, which was Cliff Richard's backing group. Bruce Welsh is 82 today. He was in the Shadows. It's his birthday, but he was mm. originally born Bruce Cripps. So I threw it sort of. So I don't think he's... Thank you. Brian Paul's 82. Brian Paul and the Tremolos. Here we go. Watch me now. Do the mashed potato. <laughs> Uh, brilliant stuff, Brian Paul, 82, still going strong, born in Essex in England. One of my f- mum's favourite shows, and I think yes. it was my sister Melanie's favourite show, was right. Heart to Heart. I remember Heart to Heart. Stephanie Powers. This is my boss, Jonathan Hart, a self-made millionaire. He's quite a guy. This is Mrs. H. She's Playing gorgeous. alongside Robert Wagner, 79 to 84. Very old, doing the <laughs> J.D. Souther's yeah, birthday yeah. today, born 1945, November 2. Probably could have gone to the actual chorus rather than the yeah. instrumental opening. This is a real, like, uh, low-key sort of on this day today. The oh. so We'll get to the chorus here because no, it's a good it's song. Be, I don't reckon we have to. It's a good song, mate. You're only the it's lonely. Not, it's not so far. Have a listen. You need somebody there to hold you. No, you're right. It's no good. <laughs> Alan Jones, Formula One superstar, is born on this day 77 years ago. Maxine Nightingale, 71. Right, right 
Yeah. Okay. Now I'm up and about. Right on. Your big head's about to fall off those shoulders if you keep doing that. <laughs> KD Lang, 62. And <laughs> Cornell Hayes was born on this day 49 years ago. You go, who dat? Nelly! Few people that are still alive on today's list. Crossword Puzzle was first uh, published on this day in 1924. The coffee club opened for the very first time on this day, 1989, in Brisbane. Don't you, don't you do this thing that I'm looking at now, because people will not be able to get out of their heads. And you will ruin people's day if you run with this. Oh boy! Alrighty. Well, on this day in 2020, you are going to do it. You are an ordinary man. Pink Fong, the Korean education brand Pink Fong, became the most viewed YouTube video of all time in 2020. That is on this day, I'm thanks sorry, to Baron everyone. O'Day. Damien Oliver's next. I'm sorry, everyone. Over to you, Pink Fong. Preferment and Bondiga are still coming up the middle of the course. Nazomi the leader, but Preferment and Bondiga are flying home. It's Preferment and Bondiga racing to the lead together. Preferment on the outside. Ollie's done it again. Preferment by head to Bondiga. 129 Group 1s, and he's been kind enough to join us. Uh, Damien Oliver, appreciate your time. I'll start with an easy one. You must be sick of talking about yourself. I sure am, Gosh, yeah. That's um, sort of par for the course um, uh, since I've now uh, the longest retirement, I think, of all time. But anyway, um, we'll, we'll work through it. And uh, I'm sure have still got a couple of months to go. So I think I'll enjoy a holiday when it's all over. Mate, turn the phone off and uh, not speak to anybody. It's been, it has been, I was, you know, obviously texting you during the week. It's been emotional watching. Uh, the weekends, Ollie, with you know the guard of honours, and, and, and it's great respect. Not everyone gets that sort of stuff, but I, I can tell too that you're you're a little bit awkward in that moment as well. Just thinking, come on, let's just let me ride a horse and you know, stop all this attention. Yeah, as you know, Scotty, uh, fanfare is not really my go. I just like getting on with the job. But um, I suppose when you've had such a long career, um, it is really nice to be. Um, you know, respected and honoured like that. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of, um, you know, every, everywhere I seem to go, it seems to be the last for this, the last for that. And even the jockeys are starting to give it to me a bit now. And I think they're starting to get over it too. But, um, yeah, but uh, you kind of got expected a little bit. But um, it is just nice to get on with it and get on the horse and get away from it all at times too. Yeah, and one of those moments was the Cox Plate and you, you uh, were sort oh, of... Oh, you're uh, right in that. Yeah, we're celebrated. Yeah, well, I know, but you, you haven't stopped bleeding about it. Now, you're on a horse called US, of course, for, for, for Ed Cummings. And it was interesting. You look at the replay... It, what might have been, Ollie? I know it was a great race, and those three horses went across the line together, and no one know who had won. But I tell you what, mm-hmm. the, the, running fourth, it, it, I want to know what it's like in the Cox Plate when you're on a horse and you cannot see daylight, and you cross the line right on their heels. Is there anger? Is it disappointment? What's the emotion? Yeah, it was very frustrating. Um, we obviously drew barrier one, so we were kind of. You know, we're always going to be locked away sort of midfield on the fence and um, and probably need a little bit of luck. Um, they probably didn't go or go as early as I would have liked to perhaps open the field up. And I I never really got an opportunity to get to the outside. I felt if I would have had to drag her back and out and, and the race really, really would have got away from me had I 
even been able to do that. So I, as the gaps came, I really had to just take them. And, um, you know, I found myself behind Alligator Blood and, and also the winner, um, Romantic Warrior on the turn. You know, obviously the two better horses in the race and Craig Williams and I were there together on um, Mr. Brightside. And um, I just needed one more run to open up and I short, I'm sure she would have been fighting out the finish. I don't know if she'd have won, but she would have been, you know, in that in that conversation within, you know, a, a sort of a neck neck or so mm. of the finish. So it'll be one we never know. Kind of <laughs> not a ideal way to go to the line in your last top plate. And I've got to say, I was I was pretty frustrated, but um, she certainly ran a great race. Uh, you had a bit of work to do yesterday at Bendigo too. Got up on uh, Fortunate Kisses. They were thirteen bucks. I just oh, only one I missed too, Ollie. But anyway, not to worry. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. But gee, sad day. You know, my favourite day of, of the carnival. It's a massive day with Group Ones galore, and you've got a full book. Are you got eight? Eight of the ten? Yeah, eight of the nine. I've got. Nine. Got a yeah, busy day. Jeez. Um, how do you? How, so how are you approaching this last one, mate? Is it a? You know, because I know how competitive you are and you want to win every time you, you're sitting on a horse, but how are you going into this last one? Is it the emotions? Um, you know, it's, it, is it an emotional time for you? Is it, or you are just, like you said a bit earlier, it's time to get the job done one more time? Yeah, probably at times it's a little emotional. Not really now. You know, it's when you get there on the day and, you know, you, you have that conversation a little bit about it and the crowd's, you know, been really... Um, you know, they've been really supportive and that sort of thing. So that's been good. But, um, yeah, it's a tough competitive day there, Derby Day. You know, some, some really open races. I've got a few nice rides, so it'd be nice if I could get um, a winner or two on the on the last Derby Day. You just you can just keep the young fella away too, because Caulfield Cup Day, when he came over and gave you a hug, he was emotional. He dropped me on the couch as well. I was in all sorts when I saw the young bloke. Mate, can you keep him tucked away? Yeah, we might have to, eh? Um, kids can do that to you, can't they? <laughs> that was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. Hey, uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday's really interesting. Derby Day for me is the is the best day, and so everyone loves it. But, you know, obviously Sydney are trying to get a piece of their pie with their own sort of big race carnival in, in the Golden Eagle, of course, which is a big race. And a lot of the hoops that you, you rub shoulders with, and you talked of Craig Williams, we also talk of Ben Mellum's going up there, awesome. Damien Laney's going up there. It's different now, isn't it? They've got a couple of you've got, you, jockeys have got choice. Yeah, well, it's a $10 million race in, in New South Wales, as you know, and the Great Amelia's Jewels up there as well. It really, it's kind of, um, you know, there was a window of opportunity there for the four-year-olds. It's probably taken a few horses away from a race like the Cox Plate, mm. being a specialist four-year-old race. Um, and it probably has split the pool a little bit for jockeys and horses. Um, but, you know, as us participants in the industry, we can't really complain when you've got... Um, you know, a $10 million race in one state and also millions of dollars here in Victoria. So, And even the owners and trainers, it's, it's great, great competition and, and great chance for everyone to get a piece of the pie as well. Damien Oliver, our guest. Ollie, there's a lot been spoken about the form and the lack of wins for Jamie Carr. Now, I don't need to talk about Jamie specifically, but I want to talk about jockeys who get out of form. What does being out of form mean to a jockey? Is it just can't get the rides, just the timing's out? I'd like to know what is out of form meaning, because there's a lot of focus on her, but I'm sure there's other jockeys too who are you know, desperately trying to ride winners. I'd love to know what out of form is. It's probably a combination of things. You may not be getting the, the quality of rides you were once getting. Um, maybe just not making those split-second decisions, uh, instinctive decisions as well as you might have been as well. And you can still be riding well and not riding the winners. And as you know, with any 
racing or any sport, it's um, results-driven businesses. And um, if you're not getting the results, it doesn't matter how well you're riding, um, that people start to talk about it. So I, I couldn't say, even with Jamie or anyone, it's not usually one thing. It's probably a, a few little things that probably add up. And, um, you know, racing as much as any business or sport is a popularity sort of business too. So if you're riding winners, a lot of winners, everyone sort of jumps on board. If you're not riding winners, they tend to jump off a little bit and go to the, the jockeys that are. Hey, what's, your, uh, what's your rig like at the moment? Are you, are you limping to the line or are you feeling pretty good? As you said, you got eight out of nine on Saturday. What's Cup Day like? Uh, we know you're in the Cup, which is brilliant. How's the, uh, the little body holding up, mate? Yes, hanging in there, mate. Um, must admit I'm looking forward to a break at the end of the year. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's a little bit of gas in the tank yet. We've got a busy couple of uh, months ahead of me with... Melbourne Spring and also Perth. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Damien, is this it? I know you're retiring and it's big and you've... Yeah, you've so like, competitive, though. I'm, I know. Yeah. I'm, I just think this is going to be one of those things you have a little bit break and just, you know... <laughs> Wake up one day going, geez, I feel good. You know, I just... Or, or is this... Can, never say never. I know, I know that saying, but I'd love to know what's going through your mind about retiring. Have you had second thoughts about retiring? Um, not really. Um, I'm really actually looking forward to taking a step back and having, having a look from the outside in. I've got a bit of work to do with um, Ladbrokes next year, which will certainly keep me involved in the industry, but probably obviously more on the outside of the fence looking in. I'll be able to enjoy a couple of beers with you guys and um, <laughs> wake, hopefully wake up feeling a little bit better, eating, drinking what I like and, yeah. Um, yeah. and not having to get off the horse, get on the horse and starve myself and all those sort of things and sit in the sauna. So... There's plenty of positives on the other side, I'm sure, but um, I'm really for- looking forward to taking it a bit easier next year and, um, yeah, and, and just cruising for a little while and then, you know, I'll, I'll certainly stay involved in the industry, but, you know, to what level, I'm not sure. I just want to sit back on, and see what's, uh, what's on the other side of it. Your chance to blow out, mate. I mean, I'd really <laughs> love to see you blow right out. I'd love to see you because you're only a little bloke. I'd love to see you almost perfectly round at some stage. Do you, you, you put it on? I've got no one better than you to give me tips on that, mate, so I'm looking forward to that. We'll go have a hit, have a little burgers afterwards and that sort of stuff during and uh, and uh, after. I'll give you a hand. But do you actually... Looking forward to evening up that golf cart, mate, so it's not so lopsided. <laughs> it's, I tell you what, I tell you what's going to be, it's hard to be so publicly nice to this bloke. I hope he retires and doesn't come back again. You've got three Melbourne Cups. You've got a ride in the race on Eloquire, the French horse, $51. Yeah. A lot of people believe that Vauban is just a, is over the line, which is incredible. The, the momentum for it over the last few days has been like it's it's unbeatable. Uh, you must be excited about Tuesday. I know you're going to get through Saturday, but uh, Melbourne Cup, mate, when we last spoke a couple of weeks ago, you didn't have a ride. You were hoping, you were hoping, you were hoping. Well, you get legged up again. Fingers crossed it uh, gets to the start line. You must be excited about Tuesday. Yeah, I am. I galloped the horse this morning and he felt great. Um, yeah, he's he's a 50 to 1 shot, but I, I think he's a better chance than that. I, you know, whether he, I'm not sure if he's good enough to win or not, but I've got a feeling he's going to run closer to the front than he will to the back. So, um, yeah, great to have an opportunity for, you know, my last carnival to have a ride in the cup. It's, you know, it's really pleasing because it's, Quite a lightly rate, weighted race this year. I think there's only a, a handful or so horses above 54. So um, to get on one of those is, is pretty fortunate. I told you there's a fairy tale to come, guys. I've been saying oh, it no for, doubt. for two weeks now. There's a fairy tale to come. There was $101 when he got the ride. Mm. 
I've had a real lash at it. <laughs> it's 51. Hey, Ollie, uh, the news real today lash. that Don Pike in a couple of hours' time will be named the new CEO of the West Coast Eagles, replacing Trevor Nisbet, who's been there a long time. I know you've been mates with Nizzy. Nizzy's uh, very much engaged in the racing industry, but also has been CEO for as long as you've been in a West Coast Eagles supporter. And Don Pike, I'm sure you were cheering for as, as a player. Um, what's your thoughts on that, being a, a rusted-on West Coast Eagles fan? Yeah, well, firstly, Nizzy has been a, a huge part of the success at West Coast. And, um, you know, everyone that knows Nizzy, what a champion bloke he is. And we've got to thank him for his um, the role he's played there for, for forever. You know, he's been, well, we will miss him. Mm. Um, but as I know, everyone has their time. And um, Don, Don Pike, I don't know personally, but obviously he's had success wherever he's gone. So... I'm sure he'll be a great addition to the club. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, mate, appreciate your time. Good luck, Derby Day. I've noticed you're not going to the ball, mate. No interest? <laughs> no, no, have a day off today, guys. <laughs> All right. And you're, and, you're only, and, you're, and you're only doing half the Mooney Valley program early on Friday night. Just yeah. what, go, go home early. She got eight out of nine. <laughs> That's it, yeah, in and out. Nice and fresh for Derby Day. <laughs> Good on you. Thanks for chatting. Uh, mate, there'd be it, plenty mate. of winners and all the very best on, on Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Look forward to catching up with you all when I'm over there for the Perth Carnival. Cannot wait. Damien Oliver joining us. Uh, what a legend. We love him. I know you. I know you love him. Yeah, because he's a mate of yours. But I just, his honesty and he's he's going to have a huge role, whether it be with Ladbrokes or whether it be in, in a media role. Yeah, he's going to be well sought after. It makes it easy to talk when a mate of yours is is the greatest of yeah, all time. It is, no it is easy, but. When we get him back here, we'll have to keep sledging him. On the <laughs> uh, fantastic. And thanks for all the texts that have come through. He is a, a great man, Damien Oliver. 13 12 55 0487 We are going to go for the sports quiz after 7 o'clock. We're here thanks to Fleet Network, WS Novated Car Leasing Specialist, Drummond Golf Voucher, 18 holes at the Vines for four, mm. lunch at Bailey Brewing for four, thanks yum. to the Bailey Brewing Company. Yum, yum. 12 months membership for the Perth Golf Network, which gets you on all the courses and in, in events as well. Call now to register 13 12 55. Now, you've got to be patient because we've only got a couple of lines. There is a network traffic issue. 13 12 55. If you get through, stay on the line. If you don't get through, keep trying. The lines will open up. 13 12 55. Our quiz after 7 o'clock. Wow. Yourself into prime time. <laughs> Hello, prime time, baby. Originous mattress factory, original mattress factory, OMF, Australian owned and designed. Just call me Jimmy Williams. Good morning, everybody. West Coast Premiership <clears throat> defender Bo Waters has emerged as a surprise contender no, to succeed Trevor Nisbet as the CEO, according to reports. Mate, please. <laughs> Please, why would you even go with that? You know that didn't happen. Ludicrous. You know, Absolutely ludicrous. So Don, Pike, Don Pike. Nine o'clock this morning. Said to be announced. It's, yeah. Well, he's the new CEO. Yeah. Kevin is going to stay till about Christmas. Yeah. Okay, cool. Don Pike has notified the Sydney Swans that he is leaving. And we'll be heading west, back west, to head up the West Coast Eagles Very as CEO. Great appointment. Very good appointment. Really looking forward to seeing what he can do at the club. He'll be Mr. Straight Man. You watch him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's official. I love Pikey, but wow. Business, business. Well, he needs to be, too. He needs to be at the moment. But I'm looking forward to seeing him run off the half-back line. <laughs> CEO will change everything. Yeah, player CEO. Do you yeah. think he's the first CEO to have been knocked out by Gary Ablett? Knocked out. Uh, knocked out in the 92? Purdy might have had a chance. Craig, <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Craig <laughs> Kelly might have as well. Yeah. Uh, very good. 
Very good. What, Move Carlo. Yeah, have you had to think about what changes? If you were in Don Pike's shoes, what changes you would make as you walked into the club as CEO? Personnel. Changed a lot of the old faces that have been there a long time that have something to do with the football. I think it'll be a natural change. Yeah. I don't think it's the basket case that a lot of people say. I just don't. I just don't. No, I don't, no, I don't think it's that. a basket case either. I, no, I don't think it's a basket case. I think there's just people there that I don't think people know what roles that they actually do. Bit and they're there because Streamline everything. I, I will, again, and again, have skin in the game with this. Trevor Nisbet should not be remembered with the way the last couple of years. Oh, I don't have know why. I don't, I don't think, think it will be. Oh, I think a lot of people think that he's at the, at the, at the, no, not people at the that... base of all of this, oh. their lack of success in recent times. Well, well that, that's ludicrous. Well, that's true. Um, that's exactly what they do. Because as, as we've said it a thousand times, they, they are off-field the envy of most football clubs, most in the competition. There's no doubt about that. And that's off-field is where your CEO really has his impact. Mm. And that's when he's and had certainly s- had an impact. Such long periods of success, and then when they do have a dip, they bounce back usually no, straight away. No, 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 I, I, think, I think outsiders who, who want to pot the Eagles will, will try and go down that path. But I think anyone who knows footy and, and supporters of the club will eventually, or if they're not on that path right now, will say, hang on, he was pretty good. One of the greatest administrators in Australian sport. Uh, 100%. Former Melbourne and Carlton defender Oscar McDonald has officially moved to the Fremantle Dockers. Peter Bell will join us shortly to talk more about that. Of course, the younger brother of Melbourne's Tom McDonald. He was named uh, fullback in the VFL Team of the Year after a strong campaign with Williamstown. Everything's all right then. Oscar's <laughs> there. That's it. They've gone and got the, big, the gun recruit. They're, they're fixed. What's <laughs> going hey. They're finding holes in their list and putting... Players in Where's Joel Hamling? Why did he have to go? Why Joel couldn't he Hamling, take the... Mate, Joel Hamling, seriously, oh, you've got this love for Joel Hamling. He, he, he was a premiership player in 2016, but couldn't get a game. Like, he's not... He's not, not you, oh, be really hey, interested on, to see how many games on. he gets Excuse me. Excuse me. Just take you back a bit. You're telling me Joel Hamlin couldn't get a game at Fremantle. Oscar McDonald reason wasn't on a list. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. But... Oscar McDonald. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't think it's a step backwards. For Joel Hamlin, I don't think they've lost out. Or I'm saying, why do they have to go and find someone like Oscar McDonald when you had Joel Hamlin? How old is Oscar? 27. Oh, he's a spring chicken compared to Joel. How old is Joel? 35? 30. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's 40. That's over here. No, he's 30. Cricket World Cup last night. South Africa absolutely dismantled New Zealand. South Africa made four for 357 oh. before they dismissed New Zealand for just 167 in 35.3 overs. Uh, elsewhere in cricket, though, Australia's Glenn Maxwell has been concussed. He will miss the World Cup clash against How? England. How he fell off a golf cart. He's under concussion protocols for up to eight days after, of course, his second freak accident in the past year. It was last November when he broke a leg when he slipped while pretending to chase a friend at a birthday party. So even if you fall fall off a golf cart, how do you get concussed? Well, you slip and land back. The golf cart goes eight k's an hour. Oh, no, no, no. But you know what? The problem is... Golf cart accidents don't happen unless you're being stupid. Mm. Are you speaking from experience? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, and, yeah, you're yeah, out with the boys playing golf. Nothing will come of this, but if, you, uh, if, that was, if, you, if he was playing for a club, a footy club, oh, yeah. 
there would be an inquiry into the behaviours. Big time. Be a whole lot. And Australian cricket team will be untouchable. We'll all stay in-house. Love him. He smashed up a couple of great innings in this whole – if it derails their campaign – Trouble here, mate. Let oh, yeah. me tell you, it's well, just got to stop. Nah, lucky, hopefully, only misses this one because you know we're only playing the minnows. Yeah. So uh, the real battlers, the team that really have stunk it up this World Cup in England. Pete reckons I'm coming out with hate Fremantle. No, Pete, I'm no, not. Okay. I'm just sort of saying, why would they go through this whole Oscar McDonald? He's going to solve all their key position problems when they had Joel they, No, who yeah. said that he's going to solve all their? You said he's going to solve all their key position Nobody's problems. Nobody's saying that. He's back up. <laughs> he's back up. They're just plucking a hole. They've lost Joel Hamling and they've just found a little younger version of him who, who, who plays VFL. So they've gone from having two premiership players on their squad to one. Luke yeah. Jackson's the only one. That's interesting. Yeah, but Luke Jackson's a kid and Joel Hamling was... Joel Hamling, Joel Hamling mate, Back Joel in Hamling, his career. Don't forget Joel Hamling was on the list. This And it sounds like we're whacking Joel Hamling. But no, like, you are. Well... You have for a sustained period of time. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, he's, he's not... Yeah, Alex Joel Hamling hate is, is getting Brennan out of control. Cox is better than him. Um, I agree with Luke you. Luke Ryan's there. better than him. I agree with you. Uh, the, everyone else on that team is better than. So he's going to go to so Sydney. Not miss him. He's going to go to Sydney and be a mainstay. He's not going there as a part-time defender. He, let's see if he plays more than ten games this year. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Marcus. Sorry, Marcus. sorry Mark, Mark this down, please. Sorry, I'll walk to Sydney <laughs> <laughs> backwards. No, I won't. But he won't play more than ten games. Okay. Alrighty. Bottle of red. Two bottles. Oh, you. Doesn't hurt you. Yeah, because you, you get given bottles of red and you don't drink them, so you can just hand them out. Barely any room in his desk two, at the moment. Two bottles, he Can't won't play more than twelve games. Oh no, 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 no! You're not getting two extras. What? You had ten, and now you've got it to twelve. I'm not stupid. Up here for thinking down there for dancing, mate. Ten games, we're in. Go, go ahead. Uh, again, just to wrap things up, Matilda's swept the second round of their Olympic qualifying campaign. A 3-0 victory over Chinese Taipei last night at HBF Stadium. Good crowd, oh. 19, just over 19,000 people. What about the romance? Eh? And uh, the oh, that was the big on. news, wasn't it? Wow, Didn't put her off. Roger Ramjet. Roger <laughs> Mary Fowler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Her goal was an absolute screamer. Yeah. Mary Fowler's. It was an absolute belter oh. from outside the box, bang, was, top right corner. I was busy emceeing and speaking. I didn't see it, but I didn't see past it. The I'm the king. I was there. Managed to Did you go? have a ticket. Yeah, and uh, it was great. It was the most exciting part of the night was Mary Fowler's goal, followed closely by seeing Cleary up on the big screen straight after it. She's you like Mary Fowler. You're a fan. Big fan. She's elite. Do you hate nothing Cleary now? Uh, yeah, yeah, what a dog. <laughs> no, but uh, no, she's she's very, very good. Applying a trade for Manchester City as well and yeah, doing great player. things over there. But um, yeah, Sam Kerr still still uh, getting uh, on the scoreboard as well, which was great to see. Now, the Drummond Golf Quiz. Can we play the quiz background music, please, Mr. Maestro? 13.12.55. Chris is the producer. And as Scotty here, we have decided due to our phone trouble that we are not going to go ahead with the quiz because we don't think we're doing it justice for the wonderful yeah. prize that it is. $1,400 thanks so, to uh, Drummond. They deserve better, so we'll roll that out tomorrow. We'll roll that quiz out Real tomorrow. But, Scotty, Friday I'm going to run the, today's questions by oh, you. Oh, here we go. Radio. So stand by. You can ting me and you buzz me. I'm over here, mate. Don't look. At, right. Fremantle confirmed the signing of which key defender yesterday? <laughs> Joel Hamley. Uh, Austin <laughs> McDonald. How many goals has Sam Kerr scored across three games in the World Cup uh, as Olympic qualifiers here in WA? Oh, she keep one hat trick. Five. 
How many games have England won at the Cricket World Cup? Oh, they won. Yes. Who did James Harden get traded to? Oh, it was for four players. It was two. They're not really, the Clippers? Clip, LA Clippers. Who presented the women's Ballon d'Or? Oh, that was um, Annie Vaxa. There's Novak. And for the win and the prize of fresh air, Glenn Maxwell is out of the World Cup. How did he concuss himself? <laughs> By being a dill on the back of a golf cart. That's it. Hey, Pete Bell's going to join us. Yes, so the vines. Bartley Brewing, here I come. <laughs> Peter Bell, Fremantle Dockers, Executive General Manager, Football Talent Strategy and Special Projects. Just repeating the news, Don Pike will be announced as the CEO. Trevor Nisbet will stay till the end of the year. Don Pike has informed Sydney of his decision to return to Perth. Let's get a breakaway and come back. And after 7.30, Danny Laidley, true or not true, does Danny want to coach again? This is Scotty and Goss. Twenty-two after seven, Scotty and Goss. Don't forget after seven thirty, Danny Laidley uh, to answer a couple of questions about whether there is a chance of a return to coaching. Peter Bell joins us from the Fremantle Football Club, and Belly's been kind enough to seek. Uh, we're, well, we're sort of seeking some clarification. Yeah, what's his title? We want to know. The title is Executive General one. Manager of Football Talent Strategy and Special Projects. Belly, appreciate big, your time. Big business card. Morning, Peter. No, nope, Peter's not there. We'll go try to get back with that. So just repeating the job title. <laughs> Phones are flying. Yeah. Executive General Manager of Football Talent Strategy and Special Projects. It's a special projects bit that's alarmed me. That's the bit that I'm concerned about, Goss, because, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's what retired players get when they stay around the club for a little bit. Are you there, Peter? <laughs> Going well. Hopefully, Danny Gladley and the phones are working after 7.30 because looking forward to that chat as well. Peter Bell, good morning. Morning, Goss. Scotty, how are you going? Thanks, mate. Uh, Fremantle Lockers, Executive General Manager of Football Talent Strategy and Special Projects. I'm going to go straight to the chase. Yeah, Some mate. say you've been moved sideways away from the football job as you knew it, and Joe Bridie's coming and taking your job, and you've been moved sideways, and whenever they put special projects, there's always a bit of a downgrade. <laughs> Can you just shed some light on exactly what the role is, and, and have you been moved sideways or downwards? Thank you for using blind. I know it was a, I know it was a tough question, but uh, oh, just, wow. I don't think we need to ignore it. Uh, anyway, thirteen twelve fifty five is the number when the phones are up and about. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. I want to make mention to uh, just a, a lot of people who have been texting in to get involved in Gosloto. Daniel from Higher Wickham is in Gosloto tonight. Forty million dollars as well. Brad from Averley wants to get in on Goss Lotto. Well done. A cat, a cat should I say, cat at Jared Arley's Inn. Pete from East Vic Park. Troy from Falcon as well. Dave from Bunbury. Also, 40 from Huntingdale. Clint Ford, good on you, Clint. Thank you as well. All right, having trouble getting hold of Peter Bell, which is a bit disappointing. Hey, Michelangelo Rucci had this to say about the National Reserves competition. 
Mm-hmm. So the Sandful and Port have met. Let's call it a no-blame divorce because the Sandful's got to look after its competition and eight traditional clubs. Port Adelaide's got to look after its development program and its needs in the AFL. They don't match anymore. So it's only a matter of time now. It's now up to the AFL to leave the platform, as we heard West Coast say only last week. Yep. They're waiting for this national reserves. Port will be in straight away and Adelaide will be close behind them. That's pretty significant uh, to come out of the SANFL. Uh, Port Adelaide, who is a, is a rusted-on team in that side of in that competition as well, and also the fact is that uh, we've also got uh, West Coast. That, that speculation that West Coast might be joining. Mm. What does that mean for Fremantle? What does it, what does it mean to state leagues? Yeah, of having yeah exactly. In particular, the VFL because there's going to be a lot of players who. Wanting to play to put their name up there in the VFL. Yeah, exactly right. Thirteen twelve fifty five. Toolkit Depot open line zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. We we touched on Oscar McDonald a little bit earlier. Have a listen to Oscar about joining Frio. Obviously, they've got um, a world of talent um, already in the team, and um, hopefully, I can just add a, a small part to that. But um, but watching from afar, uh, I like to watch a little bit of football and, and seeing those guys go to work and. Yeah, even even Ryan back there as well. So it'll be great once I meet them and get to know how they work and, and work together as a team going forward. Oscar McDonald. Frio fans, give us a text, 0487736736. Are you happy with Oscar McDonald? Do you think it is a good fill? Do you think it's a, a perfect sort of a spot filler if there is an issue down back or and or forward? Because we know he can play forward. And he did have some very good form in the VFL, which is a pretty damn fine competition. Yeah, absolutely. He was uh, he was he was strong. And as I said, it's a, it's a backup. It's a backup in case Alex Pierce gets injured or Brennan Cox gets injured. Both were injured this year. Um, it's a backup, and he, he's far from the worst. So it'll be okay. John is in Goslotto. Thank you. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Brits from Dunsey, you're yeah. in too. Brits. Oh, yeah, Brits down in Dunsborough. Oh, beautiful part of the world. Seven three six seven three six is the number. We're going to get a bit of a chucker out of this. Now, the driver's seat, which is a motorsport, you can hear it on the SEN uh, 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 platform and on the podcast oh, Catch Up. They do not. a great job. No. You're not. Yeah, I am. So they, ca- <laughs> they came on after Peter Vlahos' show, of course. Um, Sports Day. Sports Day. And this is what they initially said about Peter Vlahos and whether he had a football career in the AFL. The driver's seat. Hope you enjoyed uh, a good dose of Peter Vlahos on uh, Sports Day. Um, Pete Pete played for the Eagles, did he not? Oh, um. (laughs) Did Peter Vlahos play for the Eagles? I don't know. Sure, why not? But hello those from the West. (laughs) So, 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 no, he didn't. Obviously, right? The uh, the Russian no, Greek. His knee, knee let him down. Yeah, it was, would have made it, but if not for his knee. But then it took a different turn, and then these blokes are not the first to fall for this trap. Different name, different person. You're quite correct. It wasn't the West Coast Eagles. It was the Perth Wildcats. Hey. I knew he. I knew he. Sen Zone, Perth Wildcats. <laughs> you peanuts. <laughs> he was strong in the pivot. He was very, very good. He's a, he's a cross coder. He's very, very good. Can we play that again, the Come second on, one? Fellas. Can we play the second one? I love the fact that they found. Oh, no, 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 no. We found the answer. We've Googled Sorry, it. it was our bad. You're our quite bad. correct. It wasn't the West Coast Eagles, it was the Perth Wildcats. I knew, he pl- I knew he SEN zone. 
Perth Wildcats. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you give, give yourselves a slap, fellas. Big Vo- the Big Hoff, uh, Peter Vlahos, will be on the radio tonight at 5 o'clock, 5 to 6 with Sports Day. And, of course, Andrew Vlahov will be alongside me at 5 o'clock on Saturday night when the Wildcats are in action, SENWA. Vlahov, that fantastic Eagles player. And Tim Gossage, who was centre for the Wildcats. Uh, Craig from Gossie's uh, Golf Club here in Goslotto. And Nigel from Gosnells. Oh, Gosnells, they're up and about. Beautiful. You're in Goslotto too. Gary from Mundaring wants to be in. And he, Gary's got very nice manners too. Could I please be included in Goslotto? He's a good man, Gary. Uh, let's do this now. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroker. Ladbroker. Download the Ladbrokes app today. Tommy Hackett, good morning. Good morning, boys. Vic Darby, mate. We've already spoken to Wally. Uh, what do you got for us? What's the market look like? Yeah, we've got a dominant favourite here in Victoria, Derby. Uh, Derby's favourite, it's done a great record in recent years, but all the support is with the Roof Rockets for Chris Waller. He's been two sixty into $2.35. Apulia won the Moody Valley Bars on Saturday, $4 into three ninety. dollars Vidad has been a drifter, $6 out to $7.50. Well, I think a roughly that can run well is Gates. $16 into $14. Has drawn a little bit sticky. We'll get right back in the run, but he's a progressive stayer. He was good last start in the Caulfield Classic. I think he can run well, but Roof Rocket Rocket's the horse to beat, but if you're looking for some value for your exotics, you better throw Gates in there at the $14. All righty. Uh, also, roads go up to Sydney as well. Amia's Jewel is back in action. She gets her chance at redemption in the Golden Eagle. She's $4.60, but it's a very interesting uh, comparison to last year's Golden Eagle winner, I Wish I Win, who was beaten as favourite in the two-rack handicap, went to Sydney for the Golden Eagle, was able to win the race. So she's on the second line of betting at the moment, Amia's Jewel. She opened favourite. She's been $4 out to $4.60. The favourite is Hawaii 5.0, who comes out of a sixth-place finish in the Everest. He's been four forty into four dollars twenty. Legato, the classy Kiwi filly, she's there at eight dollars fifty. Cobra Leaker, eleven dollars, does appeal. Uh, the Barry Draw is a little bit sticky, but he's a class horse. He's been set for this race the whole preparation. He could be ready to explode. So if you're looking for one at a value, uh, Cobra Leaker at eleven dollars. But uh, I think you'll be staying pretty solid with uh, Amelia's Jilga. Great racing in Melbourne and Sydney. And a quick one on the on the Cricket World Cup. Where are we at? A huge win last night by South Africa does open the door slightly for Pakistan and even Afghanistan to sneak into the semi-finals. Australia still on the second line of betting at four dollars fifty. India two dollars ten to win the tournament. Uh, nice work by you and Gostradamus on the uh, pulled out the the quaddy for those who followed yesterday over a thousand dollars for Ascot yesterday for those who followed on the Ladbrokes uh, Mates Mode app. Uh, Tommy, you must be very proud of the great man. Yep, very proud of Gostradamus. <laughs> Finding form at the right time of the season as we build in, looking ahead to the pinnacles now. So about, well played, Goss. About bloody time. Yeah, he he a, uh, no, don't panic. He had a big training load over the last, <laughs> uh, say, two months, and he's just just now peaking. Be, the right time. Been horrible to be, to be peaking really at the right time. Do it again tomorrow, Tommy. Thanks, boys. That odds update thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Nineteen degrees, heading for a warm one. Thirty-three, thirty-seven tomorrow, thirty-seven on Saturday. 
Danny Ladley's going to be our guest shortly. Let's hope the phones hold up. Uh, 0487 736 If you have any questions for Danny, text them through 0487 736 And you're going to go straight off the top of the, hard, the question. Well, I need to know straight away how this all started and uh, if what you've been saying is remotely true. <laughs> I hope it is true too. I'm really, I'm still stunned by the fact that you just asked Tommy Hackett if he's proud of the great man <laughs> referring to yourself again. Jeez. I know. I mean, this is a, this is monumental and this is a lesson to everyone that you can overcome your fears. <laughs> you can overcome your phobias of not being able to talk about yourself. <laughs> this is just gives a great hope. Uh, very much so. All righty. Uh, let's <laughs> get a break away and come back because we are going to speak to Danny Laidley next. Yeah. Any questions? 0487 736 736 is the you number. You must be proud of the great man, Tommy. <laughs> I just get one more time. Someone has just texted me. That cannot, they reckon they must have been taken the uh, P155. These are the blokes of the driver's seat, the motorsport <laughs> show that came on after Peter Vlahos and they, they doubled down. First of all, this is what they said about him being a former footballer. The driver's seat. Hope you enjoyed uh, a good dose of Peter Vlahos on uh, Sports Day. Um, did Pete play for the Eagles, did he not? Oh. Or, um, did Peter Vlahos play for the Eagles? I don't know. Sure, why not? But hello those from the West. <laughs> okay, so they threw that around. They went away on a break, and someone's obviously done a bit of uh, digging and researching and got onto the Wikipedia <laughs> or the Google. And failed. And they, and they sought clarification. Ah, this is better. You're quite correct. It wasn't the West Coast Eagles. It was the Perth Wildcats. I knew, he, I knew he SEN zone, Perth Wildcats. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> That's not all over off the bench on Saturday. Oh, I don't know what will I don't they? know. It'll be off the bench or they'll be off air, one or the other. But we'll get a breakaway. Danny Ladley joins us next. Good luck to those who are in Gosloto tonight. $40 million. Have a great day. Tomorrow, Peter Bell, hopefully, and the doctor, Christian Doolittle from the Perth Wildcats. Well done, Benny. Well done, Chris. Have a good one.